an orderly decline amidst the Bidenomics disorder. Hi, Peter Navarro here with the weekly economy and market wrap for the week ending September 30th, 2023. And let's start with a little squib from my market wrap from my Substack dated August 12th, 2023, some six weeks ago. As I wrote then, quote, my bottom line is that cash remains king with cash now earning a nice 5% in, for example, six-month T-bills. If, however, you want to walk a little bit on the wild side, not offering advice here, a good speculation, not bet, might be SPXU, a three-times leveraged exchange-traded fund that shorts the S&P 500. The Biden bear is coming. It's only a matter of time. Unquote. Since that time, cash has indeed been, if not king, then certainly a safer place to be than in the U.S. stock market. And all but one of the weeks since then, the S&P 500 index, broadest indicator of the market, has declined while the SPXU triple short has risen from $10.65 to $11.95 today, a roughly 12% gain. At least one stock market analyst from Datatrek, Nicholas Kolas, has described the sell-off as orderly, attributing the decline to a, quote, confluence of factors such as rising interest rates, a strengthening U.S. dollar, soaring oil prices, and concerns about a potential government shutdown, unquote. What comes out of Kolas's mouth next, however, seems like a major non-sequitur. Kolas equates the orderly decline with a move, quote, not indicative of a looming financial crisis, unquote. Really? This dude even suggests a buying opportunity in the not-too-distant future. Shades of Larry Kudlow telling people repeatedly in 2007 to, quote, buy the dip, unquote. Here's arguably the smarter take. The so-called orderly decline we have been witnessing is nothing more than the smart Wall Street money prologue to a major market correction, anywhere from 15% to 30%. To understand this possibility, I need to offer a little primer in what's called technical analysis, which is used by market analysts to identify both market trends and sometimes turning points in the market. In this case, the key technical indicator worth watching is the on-balance volume indicator. It compares the stock volume on down days in the market with the stock volume on up days. Hmm, what's it all mean? Well, intuitively, when a pattern develops in which volume is much higher on down days, that is selling days, than up days, that tell you, tells you that a stock, on, and on this case, the market itself, is under what's called distribution rather than accumulation. And that's exactly what's been going on in the S&P 500 over the last six weeks. In essence, the smart Wall Street money is taking every opportunity to move out of stocks into cash while the rubes watching Brother Jim Cramer at CNBC or Brother Larry Kudlow at Fox Business continue to buy the dips. As to why the smart Wall Street money doesn't bail out all at once if it thinks the market is trending down, it's not that simple. The amounts of money held in stocks by smart money major hedge funds and investment funds are so big 
that any big withdrawals at any one day would so move prices down that it would be a self-inflicted wound. So the smart money beats a quiet and orderly retreat, which is nicely revealed by the on-balance volume technical indicator. Of course, the retreat only remains orderly until retail investors, the small ones, the small fish, finally notice big bites are being taken out of their 401ks. Then they panic and call their brokers to sell, sell, sell. That day is coming, and anybody who thinks we are not in now for a major leg down isn't paying attention to all of the major macro forces bearing down via Bidenomics on us. See my last substack for a drill down on these factors. All right, let's finish this wrap up with the numbers for the week, a quick chart, and a little bit more about technical analysis as it pertains to the S&P 500 and SPXU triple short. For the week, the S&P fell modestly by 0.3% to close out the month. More broadly, however, the S&P 500 finished September down nearly 5% for its ugliest month since March 2020. This was when the pandemic caused a major market sell-off. The S&P 500 also closed 5% below its record high for the first time this year. The five-day chart of SPXU for the week below shows the wild daily ride behind the modest 0.3% decline. Podcasters, please go to www.peternavarro.substack.com for the chart. That's peternavarro.substack.com. You can see in the chart a massive surge up from Monday to Wednesday, with SPXU hitting a peak of $12.30 as the market was crashing. Over the next several days, it would careen down to lows that were as low as $11.50 before settling in at the end of the week for a modest gain of $11.96. I offer this chart to reinforce the point that it is important to maintain your conviction about market direction during daily swings. It would have been easy to get shaken out of SPXU this last week given the roller coaster, but that's where technical analysis can come in handy. The way I consume my technical analysis is through a website at www.marketedge.com. And I've been using it for years. Check it out for free by going to the site and typing in SPY, SPY, the exchange traded fund for the S&P 500, and put it in the free box and you'll see some technical analysis. Just this week, Market Edge issued an avoid signal for SPY. Don't buy it, avoid it. Noted Market Edge on the on balance volume indicator, quote, over the last 50 trading sessions, there has been more volume on down days than on up days, indicating that SPY is under distribution, which is a bearish condition. The stock is trading below a falling 50-day moving average, which confirms the weak technical condition of SPY. SPY could find secondary support, at its rising 200-day moving average, unquote. Okay, that's it for the market wrap. Note that I am not giving market advice. I'm simply reflecting on my own market posture based on my read of the macroeconomics landscape. The conservative play now is clearly cash parked in short-term money market instruments, 
now yielding as much as 5%. Here's my last take. I strongly but gently urge all of those with a job or, or a retirement fund on the line to watch the financial press closely now and perhaps elevate your macroeconomic literacy game. To that end, I'm once again offering a free coupon to take my online Strategic Macroeconomics for Business and Investing course, which I taught for years, two MBAs at the University of California. Just click on the box for the coupon at the Substack. If you are listening to the podcast, just go to www.peternavar.substack.com for the coupon at the end of this article. That's www.peternavarro.substack.com. Peter Navarro, out. He's written for the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times, and now he's writing for you. At peternavarro.substack.com, get the latest updates related to the Chinese Communist Party's invasion of America. Read Peter Navarro's weekly market recap to protect your wealth. Get the inside scoop on all the things related to Trump 2024. All this information can be found at peternavarro.substack.com. Discover both the blueprint and the battle cry for taking back Trump's America. Subscribe today at peternavarro.substack.com. Look around and tell me what you see Every day, more people in the street Said I used to work in a factory Right now, I don't work for anything Now he's back home 
living with mama can Cause there's no bright future for a working man like him Overseas, and this ain't the.